0: interracial couples on a quest, where fantasy and the real world collide. This is When Crit Happens.
1: And welcome back to Rakatsima, everybody.
0: <laughs> what? I don't know, I don't know.
2: <laughs> what animal?
0: <laughs> We're in the forest, right? I was just doing, I was doing forest sounds. Okay. I cannot wait to meet that bird. I don't know what (laughs) bird it is, but
2: I can't wait for it to show up. I you it's creepy as fuck.
1: Uh, I'm your dungeon master, Torsten David Johnson, he, him, they, them, and I am joined today by the
0: player to my east.
2: Ooh. (laughs) What? We're on a Zoom. There's
0: two of them. So, uh, literal of them. East. So I guess I'll kick it off. Hey, 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 uh, Joshua David Robinson, he, they, uh, coming at you with us hiding your belt. And in the same room, to me, to my East. <laughs>
2: <laughs> to me, to my. Oh my God. Uh, hi, my name is
0: What's your name? I'm.
2: I'm waiting so that way we can insert it later, just like you said. <laughs> That's oh my more god. Fun.
0: Oh my god. It's called anyway. ADR. <laughs> it's
2: called ADR. I've just learned about it. <laughs> you don't. But you um, also don't
0: need to put that pause in. They could jut anyways. It
2: doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway, what's my name? Deanna Elizabeth Woodman. One of my pronouns. They're mostly they. Sometimes she. Sometimes I don't know. Um. And I play Jesu. And uh, she goes by she/her. And she is quite religious.
1: And the player directly in front of me
3: Kylie Marie Brinkman, she, her, playing Joe Wick, also she, her.
1: Nailed it. I really wish you could see this side pony hair whip that Kylie's oh, doing yeah, it as was she's turning. It this. was great. <laughs> uh, so, Deanna, how was camping?
3: What? We talked about that in the last episode. We talked about
1: camping in the last episode.
2: Oh, my God. I Did you go even, camping? No, because it was raining. Oh, so You're a fair weather no camper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've mm. never been before, so I'm not going to go sure. just yeah,
1: I, want it to be a I, positive rain. experience. Yeah.
3: I, I don't go camping in the rain
1: either. <laughs>
2: I don't go camping. Period. An
1: indoor type of guy. I I honestly cannot wait to have our. Maybe it's not even just one episode. Maybe it is an entire standalone podcast all about our thoughts on camping. I feel like there's a niche for that, right? Oh,
2: Joshua has so many opinions. I
0: have the correct opinions. Cannot wait. wait. And to hear Mm -hmm. them, you'll have to subscribe to our Patreon. When Crit Happens, patreon.com. I don't know if that's the address, but we do have a website. (laughs) There's nothing there. You can go there. Uh, (laughs) Yes, go. Go. Get that traffic going before there's anything to see. You'll also be able to
1: find an extra little continuation
0: conversation about
1: uh, religion misgendering that we started on our episode last time, but we we continued it on the patreon. so uh, go there for that. And speaking of last episode, last time we began with Burl joining you on the road Burl! from Stormhaven. <laughs> I love As you were chasing off Carl and the unconscious Daphne, you gathered up more stolen water barrels that they had been hoarding, and you finished your journey to Longstrom. On your way, you passed through an archway that was covered in ancient symbols, and it was capped with a statue of old Stormbones, the dragon which lived in the Stormcrest Mountains directly above this town until the coming of the woman, who is known as the slayer. Buffy. Yeah, <laughs> Buffy's in this, this if this campaign. person's great. name is not great. Buffy, cancel.
0: <laughs>
1: Joe informed everyone of this useful history while you all made your way into town, where Carl and Daphne had just absconded with a third person, Jeffrey leaving the thirsty townsfolk wondering what was going on. The water you brought gave them welcome relief and Burl stayed to distribute it while you took some up to Malaya. On the way, you investigated the inky black waters of Longstrom, which is the the name of the stream. and you noticed that it had wood chips and pine needles floating in it. Once you got to Malaya's house, Titan, you discovered that she sported the symbol of the fist that you were looking for as a nail polish design on her pinky.
0: Wakanda forever. <laughs>
1: You delivered the message Prim had given you, although perhaps not with quite as much discretion as you wished. (laughs) Malaya looked shocked when she read it and told you a bit about the organization known as the Resistance. She said the message gave her an urgent, important task that she needed to complete and asked if you would investigate what was causing the stream to run black and poisonous. You agreed and set off upstream, despite the warnings Malaya gave of the forest being a dangerous place that people hadn't ventured into ever since the dragon was slain. Her warnings of danger proved true when the plants themselves began to attack you, as culminated with large vines, brambles, and a thorn bush attacking you as you climbed a set of stairs near the stream.
2: This is why Joshua doesn't like camping.
0: Because you get attacked by... This is why Titan doesn't like camping. Joshua's got his own (laughs) set of reasons.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the clarification. Uh, Between the three of you, you managed to destroy them all and climb to the top of the steps, and that is where we are now. So, the three of you are standing at the top of this stone staircase near the stream, having just cut back the vines and brambles that were attacking you. And as these vines seem to wilt and shrivel away, you see that they are leaving behind a gooey black sap. Ew. Jasu, you have some of this sap on your staff. What does your staff look like?
2: My staff is about... Up, it's up to my chin, so it's it's pretty big because I'm pretty big.
1: So it's not like a quarter staff, though. It's like thick, It's like chin height, so it's yeah. like a thick,
2: brawny. I mean, we're using Warhammer stats for it, mm-hmm. so I'm thinking of it as a pretty pretty wieldy Some kind of cudgel. Yeah, it is covered in carvings of historical, religious uh, stories and figures from Suleon. My religion, um, it is lovely. It was passed down to me from generations upon generations, and I am very lucky to have it. And I do not like the fact that there's shit on it. Um...
1: <laughs> yeah. So the the this inky sap, it, it, as you as you observe it, you feel a kind of a, a sensation, um, a kind of divine sensation. Um can I And yeah
2: Can I cast Divine Sense?
1: You can. Yeah. You can use your Divine Sense Paladin ability.
2: I take a deep breath and close my eyes.
1: Great. Okay, so instead of using Celestial Fiend Undead, we're gonna use things that are more inherent to this world and this Good. campaign. And so you are discovering what the first one of these is. And I'm just gonna call it the corrupted.
2: The corrupted.
1: Yeah, you sense that all of this black goo is definitely emanating this sense of this corruption and all the other dead plants um, that you ju- that just attacked you. Basically, everything that was attacking you is emanating this corrupt sensation. Mm. Um, and it feels spiritual. Like It feels aligned with other things that you have done in your religion. And I don't know how many things have really had practical effects in the world because that's something that we we haven't really talked a lot about yet but you know religion in this world doesn't normally take on supernatural effects there aren't a lot of miracles that happen they've been known to happen but most of them were long ago it's not like there's clerics that heal you or things like that most magic or sorry most religion is just that it's it's people worshipping religion but you are somewhat of an anomaly and i don't know if these these new sensations that you've been having of of things um of of your your connection with religion actually having effects on the world how long has that been going on
2: yeah i think for jasu she has i mean there have been talks about previous prophets who could feel things and sense things, but she, even her predecessors, she didn't think that that was necessarily something that actually happened. Um, And then, honestly, it's probably been less than a month or two uh, where it's really started to, she started to feel things occurring and part of the reason she even came on this journey was to try and figure out what's going on so this might even be the Mm -hmm. first time she's feeling something that is truly corrupted on a a spiritual level and I think she's trying to understand it but probably doesn't fully grasp what she's feeling or really know what's going on
1: yeah totally and I that moment where you laid on hands, where you made the pussy with Titan,
0: I did.
2: I did make a pussy. <laughs> um, yes. I wonder if that's
1: the first time that you've ever had that kind of effect Worship on somebody.
2: Pussy. I, I think it had. I think it was, and I think she probably doesn't even fully realize that she was the cause of mm-hmm. the healing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, totally. just like right now, she feels like something's off. Something's mm-hmm. not correct, but potentially doesn't even know that she was. She thought she just took a deep breath and tried to center herself. Maybe she doesn't yeah. even recognize that she casts something or is sensing something. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, while that's happening, everybody give me perception checks.
2: Is it via smell? Because if it's via smell, I get advantage.
0: Sure. Yeah. Great. Oh, so kind. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's truly so kind. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm going to just use my. Well, I did take a deep breath. Let's be fair, Joshua.
0: Eleven. Oh gosh. Uh ten.
2: Thirteen.
1: Oh wait a second. I, I forgot to get my uh I forgot to get my dice out.
2: Oh Jesus. <laughs> it's Always We're a waterfall. We are going to die. We are going to die. We are going to no, die No or just today. like sees
3: a hundred
0: dice. I got a lot of dice too. We Whatever.
2: We're gonna die. We're gonna die today.
0: Truly, anything he rolled on damage would knock me (laughs) unconscious. Once, roll your million die. Yeah, true. Come at me, bro. You
2: can't fucking touch me.
1: (laughs) Right on. All right, JC. uh, You do get a whiff of a, a noxious odor from behind you, and it's different than the kind of acrid smell of these this corrupted sap that is leaking out from all of these plants, and you follow it. Around and you see a short person squatting on top of a boulder
2: Nope. about
1: thirty feet away watching you.
2: Hello, friend. And I I sort of poke or nudge at, with my staff uh Joe and Titan.
1: Um, so as you're as you're nudging Titan, this uh, this little man stands up a little bit Ew. and you see he's got he's got dreadlocks. Thick dreadlocks falling down past his shoulders. And even at, when he's standing all the way up, you see that he's stocky and has a, a low stature. He's dressed in thick hides that have been decorated with beads and ink and thread to create these swirling, colorful patterns. And he looks at you and he says, well, Hello! Thank you for
0: clearing my front stoop. Do I look like a stoop sweep to you? Those things are trying to attack us. Who, who are you? Oh, yes, <laughs> were those, were those I see. Your they, your They monsters? almost
1: whomped you. No, they're not mine. They've been pestering me for years, though, so I, I appreciate it. They, they didn't used to come over here, but then they just got it in their heads that they didn't want me to use this door anymore, so. I love your hair. Oh oh thank you. Uh, thank you. You actually live here? Yes, I do live here. Um but oh how how inconsiderate of me. How how impolite? Um you look like you've you've seen some better days. Would you like to, to come in and, and clean yourselves? Rest up a bit?
0: Uh, does it look like he's pointing towards like, you know, a structure, an establishment that might have like, you know, indoor plumbing, running water, <laughs> so he's, and stuff? It looks like he's pointing down at your feet.
1: And as these vines are are shrinking back and everything, you see that you are on kind of this, well, it looks kind of like a patio. The, the stones have been carved and the, Ooh, the staircase patio. led you to oh this God. stone platform. Yeah. Um, but you don't see any doors or anything um it just looks like uh, a rock terrace
3: uh can i do a vibes check on this yeah do,
1: give me a vibe check remember we're using we're using charisma for a vibe check you can uh you can add this to your character oh. sheet everybody it's a new yeah. skill that we've vibe check <laughs> yes.
3: so that means i get to add my charisma modifier yeah. which is plus four yeah so 22
1: 22 i got okay. a four i got a four <laughs> Got a right. nine. Yeah. You, even with the low rolls, this guy looks-
3: 22. I got a 22. I,
1: I'm starting with the people who didn't. Oh, okay. Um,
3: <laughs> Just like, <laughs> look at me. Nobody, you, you You
1: aren't intimidated by this fellow. Uh, sure, he does stink, but, but Joe, you look at him and he looks warm of heart.
3: Okay. What's your name, fellow?
1: Oh, there are some who call me- Yama? But please, come inside. It, it's getting late. You know, the sun won't be out forever. And he hops down off of this boulder and comes down onto the terrace in front of you and walks up to the the big stone on the far side
0: and disappears. Through the stone. Through the stone.
2: I-, I turn to Joe and Titan and go. Did I blink?
0: I hope so. <laughs> unless your, your eyes will be really dry. Let's follow Yama through the stone.
2: Through the stone. Yes, absolutely. Okay.
0: And
1: then he sticks his head back out through the through the stone, and you see his his uh his head emerge. He says, "Are you coming?" Oh, right. I forgot you need me to open the door. And uh, and he steps out completely and. And reaches out and pushes against the stone, and ksh, a door swings open, wow. revealing a candlelit room inside.
2: Wow! You can open a stone door, but you still use candles. Interesting. Well, yes,
1: you know, I, sorry, I grew I up anything. in Terra, and so it's hard for me to to leave the <laughs> habits behind. I'm I'm sorry. Is something funny?
2: Yeah, Jesu definitely didn't say that. <laughs> Jesse's very kind. Unlike Diana, oh,
1: oh, you were just mind speaking.
2: I see. <laughs> um, yeah, Jesu, so, uh, will wait for Joe and Titan to go first. To so go yeah,
1: inside. everybody. I don't know what your level of contact has been. Uh, we haven't talked a ton about this, but I know that I've uh, we've definitely addressed it a little bit. Uh, there is this other realm known as Terra where people live that is underground, uh, but it's not like there's just regular doors to get to this realm. It's the people of Terra who are able to open right. doors like this. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it appears that this man has now opened a portal into the realm of Terra.
2: Dope. <gasps> wow. And have would we all know... I mean, we know Terra exists, but... Would any of us have been to Terra? Will I have been to Terra before? Uh,
1: you or might have, not? but uh, if so, just on the surface. Cool. The people of Terra interact with those of Arboreus quite a lot, but they tend to come to Arboreus mm-hmm. rather than inviting people mm-hmm. to come
0: to their realm.
2: Cool, 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 cool. cool
0: oh, cool, cool. so you Terran. Oh, yes. I, I grew up in Terra.
1: Yes, I did.
0: Mm, I only met a couple of y'all Terrans before. Thank you so much for inviting us. This honest, y'all y'all have been to Terra? No.
2: I have not been graced with such
0: y'all words. in for a trip. Thank you, thank you so much for the hospitality. Let's go. We- Please come in. It, it 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 gets dark at night.
1: Dark in these woods. For many years it has not been safe at night.
2: Tis never safe if you do not have the light of the sun. Uh, you
1: know the people of Terra. We never have the light of the sun. We we live underground. There is the sun does not penetrate into our realm.
2: The sun can penetrate any realm. And then I step forward and start walking towards the entrance. All right
1: then, uh, young one, welcome. Uh, please watch your head, please. Uh, okay. D-
2: ducking down, trying to like awkwardly.
1: <laughs> and as he is inviting the three of you in, he he takes a second glance at you, Joe. And he says, Well look at that. And he appears to be looking at your flashlight and the the crystal that you have mm. given to you by your father.
3: Where did you get that? My dad made it. That's really cool. I like have it I put it out in my hand and kind of extend it.
1: He extends a, a hand and says, Really cool.
3: Do you yes. have something like this in Terra? I have seen
1: similar things. I suppose you could say?
3: Yeah, my dad's been working on this invention. It seems like forever now. It basically like soaks up the energy from the sun so you can charge all the time and then you can use it like a flashlight. And it gives off heat. It's really dope, but we haven't been able to get... Yeah, we've been trying to get a patent for it, but it's like the ministry, all this red tape.
1: Ah, but it is like you are bringing the power of the sun you totally, know. yeah. <laughs> so perhaps perhaps this one is right, he <laughs> says as he looks at you, Jesse. Uh Come in, come in. Uh, come in and l- let us eat. Are you, are you hungry?
3: As we're walking in, because of the odor, Joe discreetly um, casts digitation, <laughs> So just like a nice whiff of <laughs> lavender essential oil <sighs> follows
0: us. Amazing.
1: In. Uh, okay, so... <laughs> Uh, give him a little, a little freshening up, and yeah, you come mm. into this underground. What is,
0: that? is that what is that fragrance, Joe? What are you wearing? Just, just
3: my own natural odors.
0: That's not just wanting... ode to Joe.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Just ode to Joe. <laughs>
0: we should talk we could bottle i know people who would pay (laughs) real coin i'm talking real (laughs) coin for some o to joe
3: i'm always into new business ideas so sure
0: Mm, i knew i I liked you joe i knew it uh food though i could eat
1: wonderful wonderful and he uh he invites you in it's a it's a Sparse living quarters, but warm. It's well appointed. There's, like I said, there's candles all over and uh, comfortable places to sit. Uh, most things are sized for him. He's shorter than all of you, but you are able to make yourselves comfortable. He says, "All I have to eat are are some fish from the stream." Don't worry, I caught them before the water turned all. Black and inky. Yeah, what's up with that? Oh, yes. It is quite problematic, isn't it?
0: Hmm. You got some on your stick, didn't you, j Sue?
2: I do have, unfortunately, some of it on my staff.
0: Ah, yes. You, you've brought some
1: of it with you. We could examine it.
2: Are you a scientist?
1: Me? Science? No. <laughs> no, I, I am... Merely a a denizen of this forest one who Ah. cannot seem to leave its
0: borders You're trapped are we trapped? No, I said you can't leave its borders Well, it's just because this is my home. Oh, oh, Mm. I get it. I get it I cannot bring my mental prison that you've erected for yourself that you and your clan have erected for yourself so that you can't travel outside I understand. Yes, of course. Well, my clan all left so
2: you are alone here
0: the back
1: entrance into the rest of terra it's, it's closed been closed for years
2: the entrance to terra is closed
1: yes the, the the back way the way that everyone used to come this used to be a, a lovely place to come and and holiday but but that was uh, ages ago
3: so there's still a front way yes you just cleared it my front stoop oh
1: thank you thank you so much
3: the sap on the staff is different than the water, right? Um, or, um,
1: great. Uh, give me a an investigation check. Or yes, com- you could. You could. Uh, I don't know if you want to take out that vial that you have.
3: Yep, I want to get out one of my little test strips. Great.
1: Then uh, yeah, you can take advantage on that.
3: When I take advantage, does that mean rolling twice? Right. Yeah. That was a pretty good roll, though. Uh, you would take the higher roll. Yes. Oh man, eighteen plus three for investigation, twenty-one. Whoa!
1: All right, this Ooh, nice. And so
0: you you're oh, right. using one of your Joe. oh oh. Joe, Joe. Joe? <laughs> <No one> shit.
3: <laughs> I take out one of my little test strips mm-hmm. from my fanny pack, and yeah. I kind of scrape it against the the staff, the goop, the goop on the staff, and I let it sit for a minute, mm-hmm. wait for the colors to change, and then it tells me whether or not it has something acid that in
1: you. It are completely yeah it does it's definitely the ph is whoa, it's bonkers <laughs> uh, but it's giving you a reading that you've never seen before and it's the same reading that you got from when you dipped it in dip that other test strip earlier in the day into the stream itself um and it's it's a reading that you you have no idea what exactly it's pointing you towards it's definitely a magical effect you could see that
3: Huh, this is strange. I I can't even read this. um I want to uh, I mean this looks exactly I mean it looks similar to the test strip that I collected yeah, earlier from exactly the stream. The I take my vial out and I'm just gonna I'm, you know because I have multiple vials in my fanny pack. I'm gonna put it this the strip into the vial just to kind of preserve the results. Great. I'm gonna take this back to the shop later.
2: Great. It feels corrupted. Ah, yes,
1: corrupted. It does seem that. So, the three of you seek the cause of the blackness in the waters? Is that what I am observing?
3: Yeah, we have... I mean, I'm I'm from up the road, and a friend came to visit us from Longstrom and said that they didn't have any water, and we came mm. and discovered that everyone was out of water, so we were charged with... Coming into the woods and seeing what's going on, but we haven't really found any answers yet.
1: Well, I can help you find answers. Very easily. Wow! The solutions, though, I, I'm <laughs> not so sure about. How it is? Well, uh, yes, you know, I could just take you up through the balcony, and uh, it's just up there, and we, we'd show you right away. Yep. Oh. But you should eat, eat, and rest. You look tired. Uh, and he's. You don't. He's already you don't say that to start. people. You know, that they
0: <laughs> tired. Cause just imagine. I'm just saying. Like, let's just do. Like, let me walk you through. Like, you come over to my house, and like, I'm like, yeah, come on in. And then the first oh, thing I say to you, you inviting is, me. Ooh, you look tired. That's probably not oh, gonna make yes, you feel I good, am. right? St- uh, you could be tired. You could ask. See, next time, ask someone. Yes. Are you tired? Would you like okay. to rest rather than just like saying "Ooh, you look tired." Oh, that's I, not hear the way for I hear
1: you. I hear Also, though, you also though, you don't have to spray perfume when you come into somebody's house.
3: You know,
0: just <gasps> saying.
3: <laughs> Joe just looks down, hands in pocket. Sorry. <laughs>
0: Um, oh, Joe he... is. We got to test it out. They have this. It's a new product on the market, and they thought you might ah, have had a potential is client.
1: It. Is it?
0: Well, you know, I do like little tinctures and things in
1: vials, so I suppose we could work something out. And he's got a little smirk on his face. Have
2: you uh, heard of the light as... of the sun? You reach out the, my hand. The, <laughs>
1: he he examines your hand well your hands are so large and he raises his, his hand up uh, t- to meet it and you see that his hands are, are very thick uh, they look they look like paws almost I help guide yes. his hand to make a little I? triangle I feel like we need to illustrate this for people
0: uh, it's going to be, it, it will be our cover art for, yes. for yes. Please, it'll be it's hands of... that kind of look like a pussy when with their faces coming yes. out <laughs> with our faces coming out of them <laughs>
3: um jesu would you like me to clean your staff for you
2: i would love to clean it together
3: i don't <sighs> know what that means i
2: don't i i
0: i'm gonna leave it let out, but y'all but do what you're gonna go. do <laughs> i'm gonna take a little rest
3: I, um uh, i just uh, wanted to cast winks per- <laughs> at
0: both of them and then leaves
3: <laughs> uh i just wanted to use press press the digitation to clean sure
0: Greatest. You just yeah, wanted yeah. to say the word right. "press the digitation." I'm practicing.
3: Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, You're doing a great learning job. new words.
0: ADR. Oh, ADR Hashtag
1: is ADR. so deep in this episode now. <laughs> can't can't ADR this ADR out.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So he he cooks up a meal. He's he's got some. He found some wild carrots uh, in the back of one of his cupboards that he uh, chops up into this into this fish um, that he fries up for you. And yeah, has a. a Plenty of room for you all to to sleep. Um, anything else anybody wants to wants to do tonight? So this is this is long this is
0: long rest territory. If you so desire. I desire. Uh, I do desire. All right. So morning goes uh,
1: morning goes by, night goes by. All right. So you all have a lovely night's sleep in this little cave here. Uh, <laughs> Uh, just off the front porch in the the front room, there's a there's a guest bedroom. Um, I don't know. Yeah, everybody can uh, get their own bed if they want. As <laughs> there's, opposed there's, to, <laughs> there's, uh, there's even a hammock. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm.
3: I call a hammock. Yep.
1: Yeah, and right. <laughs> uh, and you, you, you are call roused. Hammock?
0: Titan is already sleeping in the hammock. By the <laughs> you, <follow it. laughs> you are roused just by the smell. Just makes the hammock for you? <laughs>
2: So you can still have
3: one. <laughs> I thought Titan would would want the bed. That's why I called the hammock. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um, you're roused by the smell of some something that smells vaguely like coffee, and uh, you get up. You go into the kitchen, and you see you see Yama there, uh, standing over a pot, saying, "Oh, would would anybody like some some acorn coffee?"
3: Yes, please. Oh. Joe doesn't even think about it because we've already established that she's not a morning person. Here you go. And I just drink it down like it's regular coffee. Not
1: a lick of caffeine in there, but you know, it tastes kind of like coffee. So <laughs> sometimes it <laughs> makes me feel like I'm a little bit more awake.
3: Oh, oh okay. This delicious
2: beverage that you have prepared for us. Thank you so much, Yama.
3: Oh, you are very very welcome. And I pop a caffeine pill out of my fanny pack <laughs> and take it alongside the coffee.
1: Yes. <laughs> okay. All
3: right, so uh, who's
1: ready to go up to the to the balcony so I can show you what's going on with this this water here?
3: Yeah, well, yes. what kind of journey is this balcony? It sounds hmm? like it's far, huh? just based on no, how you're
1: saying. It's just a... Uh, just
3: a balcony, right? It's
1: a, well, it's a lot easier than those overgrown stairs like that, outside. Joe? It's a balcony. Well,
3: I know. Just the few times it's come up, it balcony. just feels like it's far away. <laughs> balcony. <laughs> balcony.
1: Right. It is. It's, I mean, it's it's. a walk. Okay. You balcony. have to walk. Are you okay with that? Yes, it's, great. All right. Yeah, uh, Okay, they, they, they back when people, this was popular, they they talked about putting in some kind of a, a you know a cart system on tracks or something, but they never got that installed before. Before the dragon came,
0: all right, let's go. Whoa.
1: And uh, he starts trucking
0: up. Great, let's go to
1: the balcony. Up, <laughs> stairs. Uh, on the way, you do pass a what looks like kind of a, a caved-in portion with some boards over it saying "Do not enter." Um, It looks like uh, it used to be one of the main passageways into a deeper section of the mountain here. But you go up this long stairwell, and it is a long stairwell underground, uh, but there... Yeah, and yeah, you go up this long stairwell, and finally... Come to a doorway.
3: Yama, yeah, what was that section that we passed back there that said? I already forgot what it said. Do not enter. Do the, not
1: enter. Well, that's. Yeah, yes, what used to be there.
3: there?
1: Oh, that's the passageway to the rest of Terra. But, you know, they blocked it off because dragon and uh, fear and everything. Oh,
3: that's why they closed the back door to Terra. Yep. That's why they closed the back door. Yep. To the the back
1: door. yep. Yeah. Mm
3: hmm. All right, here we go.
1: And uh, he pushes on, <laughs> on the on the stone and another door opens letting in the early morning sunlight yes the light the sound of the stream can still be heard a little farther off than it was at the front stoop and it's on your left now and there's a broken view of the bay behind you Out through tall pine trees, which are very different from the oak and ash that you saw further down. Uh, The view used to be magnificent, but, you know, uh, the the trees, they all started growing. And now it's still still pretty, but you're looking out through the tree boughs, you know, not like it used to be.
2: The trees started growing.
1: Well, yeah, you see, because this was a, a bit of a viewing platform, you see the balcony. And you look around, you see that the, the, the stone, which is covered in moss and, and other, other plant life now, uh, does seem to have some benches and things carved into it. And it looks like this, this is a, a large sweeping stone terrace here near the top of this hillside. He points and he says, only a short walk from here. Come, I'll show you. And, and he leads you towards another moss-covered staircase that finishes the climb here up this steep slope. The trees are immense and it's somewhat baffling how these huge, tall pine trees manage to cling to this very, very steep slope. It's much steeper than it was further down. Off to the left you see the cascading waterfall has kind of sloughed off all of the all of the dirt and and soil and, and plants and and it makes a almost a slide down this very steep stone slab and several times on the way Yama stops and he says hold up i think i think these ones might be corrupted and he has you climb off of the stairwell and around some large patch of vines or brambles or something. And it seems like he has identified which brambles might attack you and which ones won't.
3: How you Yama, not- how can you tell? <laughs> oh,
1: well, this one got me last week and uh, and that one, I'm pretty sure it was two months ago. It, it you know, it it might not still be bloodthirsty, but uh, it's it's probably worth just taking the risk. Meta or question. you know, not taking the risk, as it were. Yes.
2: Meta question. I love that Yama can speak to me. Meta. I love that. I love yes. that for Yama. <laughs> um, love meta that for question you. is: uh, Does divine sense move with me, or do I cast it in a singular spot that's sixty feet?
1: It's a great question. What does it say?
2: It's a it just says, as an action, you can detect. Um, you can sense anything affected by blah 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 within sixty feet that is not behind total cover.
1: So it's until the end of your next turn. So, yeah, I'd say it moves with you until the end of your next turn.
2: Great. As we're going up, I am um, I would like to define sense just so that way I also can, in case, you know, Yama, even though he can speak to me meta, which makes me feel like he really is going to have this more covered than I do, um, even in game, just in case he doesn't, he doesn't Great. see everything.
1: Yeah, totally. There's there's one he gets to. He says, "Oh, we better go around." And uh, you're climbing over the wall, but you see in front of you another patch of brambles that just looks ominous. Um, and it and I and and you cast divine sense, and you can tell that that patch also is corrupted.
2: Yama, I believe that both are corrupted, and I put out my hand to stop him.
1: Oh well, which way should we go then? Support boy, boy, one in front
3: of you and one behind you, where do you go? To the side. Oh, let's
1: go to the side. (laughs) And uh, and he leads you off to the side. And it's not too long before you finally reach the lip of this cliff-like slope and see before you a small mountain valley seeming to hang here, suspended over the forest below. It would be beautiful if you didn't still have that lingering sense that this area is somehow trying to kill you. (laughs) The pine forest continues in front of you and then turns into a quaint meadow on either side of the stream, which is meandering down through the valley from a pair of small lakes that you can see off to your right before the stream cascades off the edge of the steep slope off to your left in what would be a picturesque waterfall if you didn't have prickles down the back of your neck. This hanging valley is nestled here amongst some of the highest peaks of the storm crest. And you can only imagine what the views would be like from their pinnacles. The highest one at the southern end of the valley rises several hundred feet above the valley floor. And at the base of that peak, where the stream winds its way and supplies water for a moat, you see a small tower. A castle almost, albeit a small one. Yama says, Behold, tempest Top, the lost tower of the Koro family.
2: The Koro family?
1: Yes, the Koro's who, you know, used to control this whole region before the dragon came.
2: Whoa. They're, they're
1: over in Deephold now, but uh, they used to they used to rule the entire area. Yes. Back then it was all called the Barons. Question, where is Deephold? Yes, you see Deephold. Actually, from here, you can see it. And he points out across. He says, yes, that's where the Koro's live now. And you see that there is a, a fortress across the bay, um, and it's a large, well-appointed fortress with yellow banners uh, streaming from it. One monstrous yellow banner. I'm thinking the size that you see at some—you um, know those American flags that are just so big, too like big. You could see Truly them from space. Truly too big to be allowed. Yeah. Yes. That's that's the size of this uh, this yellow yellow banner.
0: Uh, do I know, the, can I do a uh, history track to see if I've heard of this family?
1: Oh yeah, you've heard of them for bat. sure. Uh, oh, bat, but give bat, me bat. history.
0: You can give me a history check if you want. That, my friend, is going to be a 12. Wait. Do I get to add my proficiency. Half of it. Oh, yeah. Because you are a jack of all trades. That's right. So that'll be a 13. Awesome. <laughs> uh-huh. um, 13. That changes everything.
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah, the, the Coro family is... It, it's their... Baron Coro leads the family and they control the that they they control Deephold, which is one of the fortresses responsible for protecting the bay and also some of the land surrounding it, meaning that there's some fishing and agriculture and things like that. Um, But you don't know much about them beyond that, except that people don't like going there. It's not a fun place to hang out. Gotcha. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel like maybe some assholes came from there. You know, it it, it has a tendency of breeding um, people who are who are a little power hungry and uh, mm.
0: yeah. Okay. So how's it? What's this guy to do with the black ass water?
2: Oh, what do you see?
0: And he points, and
1: uh, everybody, give me perception checks.
2: I'm assuming oh. I'm not using my smell.
1: Uh, No, I think you'd have a hard time smelling things from this far. But you can, if you want. If you want to use your smell, you can. Um, I'll just tell you different things.
3: Okay. 12.
1: 12?
0: 18.
2: 18. 8. Oh. But I'm going to... You know what? Because of that, I'm going to roll with advantage and use my smell. (laughs) For (laughs) smell? 21.
1: Amazing. Okay. So, here's what we have. Um... So, Joe, you can see that there are figures moving around in in front of the tower. Uh, you can tell that there are people over there. and uh, And Titan, it looks like they're wearing yellow. It looks like there are figures in some muted yellow garb moving around in front of the tower. And... And Jasu, you smell. Mm
2: -hmm. With the 21, yes?
1: The distinct smell of a dog. (laughs)
2: Okay. Yep,
1: yep. you smell a dog Mm -hmm. and it's not far away.
2: As in not far away, as in not at the tower?
1: A Correct. Not at the tower. The tower is maybe a quarter mile away from you, across this valley. It's not a big valley. It's a small valley nestled up here in the in the peaks. And the dog smells to be somewhere in your vicinity in the pine forest in front of you.
3: So this would be strange that we see people at this castle that we think tower. Oh that yes, we think very is abandoned. strange.
1: They showed up two days ago. Nobody's been up here for. Years and years and years and years and years and years and years.
3: And yellow Yama. is their sigil.
1: Nobody has been up here since the Slayer came. Because yes. the dragon, the dragon lived there. Nope, not many people knew that, but I knew that because I live here.
2: The, I'm the sorry, dragon, wait, you
1: were asking something?
2: The dragon lived where? Wait, I'm sorry. I was... Yama, do you have a dog?
1: What? No.
2: Do you have a dog? No. I turned to... The others, there's a dog nearby.
0: Okay, there's a bunch of people in yellow that ain't supposed to be here that are here that might have something to do with this black ass water. And you coming here talking about dogs,
3: Is, does it smell like a threatening dog? I'm not really a dog fan. <laughs> how does a threatening dog smell? Yeah, how does a threatening I dog
2: don't know. smell?
3: You tell um, me, super nose,
2: does it smell like the dog has blood on it? It's jowls. Uh, oh
1: n- <laughs> no, you don't you don't smell any blood.
2: okay, it does not smell like it has blood on its gels. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I think they might have dogs with them. You see, they've been chopping wood they They came up from the other side of the ridge there, from the barrens off mm. on the barren coast,
0: huh. And it's, wood's been kind of hard to come by around here these days. And so it's it's a wonder that folks hadn't been chopping down this forest before. So they come, these people in yellow coming up here, taking wood, habitating in this castle. And is that exact about when this water turned all black?
1: Well, uh, yes, precisely. Come, if we go closer, you'll, you'll see exactly what's going
0: on. Let's go closer then, shall we?
1: So the trees provide cover in front of you, and kind of off to your left, and then you can see from where you are that they come to a a meadow that is filled with bushes and high grass that leads up to the tower, um, which is where the stream flows. And then off to your right, there are boulder fields extending around this whole valley, And, and so you could go to the right behind the little lakes through the boulders, or you could go straight ahead through the forest, and then the meadows. Um, there's places to hide either way. It's just kind of a question of which route you'd prefer or something else that I haven't thought of.
2: Does Yama ten- have a suggestion? Or oh, has a oh, oh, this is the fastest
3: way,
1: he says, and he's kind of setting off uh, through, the, through the trees.
3: Is it the safest way? What is it? The safest way?
1: Oh, um, you know, it's you don't get attacked by many vines up here. I, for some reason, I don't, I don't know what it is, but
0: uh, I'm pretty sure I could spot them before they get us. Hmm. So, should be all right. I'm gonna okay. follow the guide. Let's go.
2: There is no dog with blood. I'm fine with that. Let's go.
1: (laughs) But I do warn you, if a fight breaks out, I'll probably just run away. Because uh, me and fighting, we don't go along too well together anymore.
0: We're very peaceful.
3: Yeah, Joe casts Mage Armor on herself after Yama says that.
2: Good decision. (laughs) (laughs) Yama does know what's up because Yama is also aware meta-wise of everything that's going on. (laughs)
1: okay uh so you set off through the the trees
2: yeah as we're going along i as everyone else i'm sure is is i'm still trying to get more out of yama of what the fuck happened with this uh dragon and like all uh, like all of that stuff and the slayer Mm. and all of the things Mm -hmm. leading up to this and who these people are all of the information we're getting all of the information
1: Yes, I, I happily will tell you the story, because uh, I was here. I witnessed it. You see, I, I had heard about the, the slayer coming, and I didn't believe it, honestly. Uh, who would come up to confront the dragon? And then when the slayer came, no weapons, no armor, no horses, no nothing. Just uh, traipsed on up here. Just uh, dressed as 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 you are, and he, he says, uh, pointing at, at Joe.
3: Can I... Whether it's a history check or just a question, does that go along with what I have been told of the history of this of this Slayer and the Dragon?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. it, it it does. It's a, it's maybe a different take. Sure, um, and you're not quite sure if you if you didn't know him from the past twelve hours, you might not believe that he was here. Mm-hmm. Um, but he doesn't seem like he's got the inclination to lie. It, it's just a it is a kind of a remarkable fact that yeah. He, Witness this. Um, and it is at this point in the story that you hear, <laughs> and a hound jumps out of the trees confronting you, yep. um, barking quite loudly. Everybody go ahead and roll initiative.
2: I told you there was a fucking dog. <laughs> I rolled an 18.
0: A 15. A 21.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, the, the dog is barking and then you hear some voices uh, through the trees. Tarn! Tarn, get back here! I told you you'd find another squirrel and, uh, and you start to hear the sound of footsteps running towards you. Uh, the first to act is Joe.
3: So I see the dog. I don't see the people, but we hear the people from a distance.
1: Yeah, you hear them from not too far away. The trees are pretty thick here, but they are close.
3: And the dog, I mean, it's just barking, but you're not telling us the dog is like running up to bite us. It's
1: running up and snarling. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah.
3: So (laughs) what I would like to do is I would like to to cast Press the Digitation. Oh, my God. And what I'd like to do, and you can tell me if I'm probably I'm <laughs> uh, probably stretching the limits of this okay. cantrip. I'm supposed uh-huh. to be able to create an illusionary image that can fit mm-hmm. in my hand. Okay. Can I create a chipmunk, an image of a chipmunk and oh have it God. like run in the direction, like past the dog in the direction where the people are coming from so the dog turns back around?
1: Yeah, I mean, so this spell is designed. because like, it's it supposed to stay in my it's hand. It's supposed to be a static image as opposed to a, a movie. Um,
3: okay, I would actually like to create a that. short okay. film. Okay, okay,
1: thank
3: you. So <laughs> um, okay, okay, okay. Let me think about this. Then
2: it's a good idea, though. It's
1: it's a great idea. Here's here's uh. Let me see. Do you...
2: oh oh oh
3: oh okay wait let me let me finagle this okay uh can i yes (laughs) i'm gonna keep on with this like uh scented wind Uh uh-huh can i like um cause a puff of wind to come from the opposite direction of the dog that smells like pork chops that might want it to go in the other direction away from us yeah go for it
1: <laughs> um let's have you make a spell casting check and i'm going to contest this with a with a wisdom save
3: okay well i got a 21.
1: the dog rolled a nat one yes um, it wants so- us
2: to happen it wants it to happen <laughs>
1: This will definitely stop the dog. This definitely stops the dog in its tracks and it starts sniffing the air. It's not running away or anything, but (laughs) it is no longer running towards you. Um, Okay. Uh, Next to act is Jasu. Yep. Uh
2: Uh-huh. What is Jasu up to? Jasu is going to... Look around. Is, where's Yama? Is Yama still by us?
1: Uh, Yama, <laughs> give me a give me a perception check.
2: Yeah, Yama's at the hundred. Did he dip? About to dip. One thousand percent about to. Dip. He's gone. Uh, a perception, or you said? Yeah. Uh, that is a twelve. Yama's gone. Yama <laughs> is gone. Yama. Okay. Um,
1: oh, time for me to go.
2: Yep. I would like to ready in action. Um, mm-hmm. I have my staff obviously in my hand. And if someone yeah. comes and tries to attack us, I attack. But in the interim, maybe I just try to get a little bit of cover behind a tree where I'm like, you okay, know, kind of trying to hide a little bit. Just mostly because I wanted to see how bad I am at that.
1: <laughs> okay, um, yeah, I mean, you can go, because if, if you go behind a tree, then nobody who isn't here already will know where you are. Like great. the dog, unless you take a, a hide action, the dog will still know where you are, but yeah. um, sweet. Um, and you're going to ready to attack if somebody gets within your range. Yes. Exactly. Uh, love it. Titan, what about you?
0: Hiding in the trees. I'd like okay. to hide in the trees.
1: Okay, great. Um, awesome. So Titan, you can go ahead and give me a stealth check.
0: Oh, it's terrible. And... 12. No.
1: <laughs> and then the uh, first one, then two, then three yellow clad soldiers run through the trees. Tarn, what'd you find? Got Oh. Who are you? And, uh,
3: and it's just me. It looks ju- like it's just, just me,
0: right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Amazing. Because,
0: really, because
3: even if I would have thought of it, I don't uh, have, like, my cantrip is my action. So I can't move. Mm-hmm. And that, like, you my action well. is that, well, I mean, I'm just going to yeah. stick with not moving. No, it's a I great it, look but, because
1: uh, I, I, the way that this scene played out in my head, you thought the three of you were going to stand together, maybe even four of you. <laughs> And so you start taking action, and then everybody disappears behind you.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they confront me. Uh, Who are you? That's what they ask me?
1: Who are you? What are you doing here?
3: I'm still kind of... How far? How close?
1: Uh, They're 20 feet away.
2: (laughs) Joe immediately murders them. (laughs) (laughs)
1: and you see uh they they like look at each other and they sort of make some hand signals they clearly uh they they are dressed like soldiers they have they have armor on they have chain shirts on um and these yellow these uh what do you call them tunics yellow tunics on and uh, and they take these axes out which look like they uh have just they're covered in black inky sap Ew. Sure. but they are battle axes so- and they start to to sort of spread out as they are approaching you.
3: So Joe looks at them, clocks the situation, and just runs for the nearest tree to hide. And then when she's behind the tree, it's like hands, her face is in her hands like, what the fuck? Like obviously they see me behind the tree. Like Mm -hmm. I know they see me behind the tree. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know what to do or say. Do you go
1: towards the tree where Jasu is?
3: I like that idea. I'm behind Jasu, who is behind the tree, pretend trying to make myself small. Sweet.
1: So you head for that tree. The dog immediately instincts kick in. Something is running from me. It takes off and starts running after you. So Jasu, you see Joe come around. I don't know if you like almost attack the first person that comes behind the tree, but don't. (laughs) And then immediately afterwards, you hear the barking of the dog. And these these sound like martial barks. Like I don't know how much dog experience your characters have, but these are the barks of a trained dog, not just yep. Uh, yep. not just a yeah. If so it, it is going to attack Joe.
2: We, can I? Cool. Can I? Is it fast enough where I get a hit at first, or no?
1: Yeah, you can attack it. Uh, Amazing. You, or- your your reaction kicks in before it it gets its attack. On. <laughs>
2: Great. Then I'm gonna swipe at it first. Oh no. Well, does an eight hit the dog?
1: Uh, an eight does not hit the dog. Oh, you uh the, An
2: eight. Because I got <laughs> a two.
1: The dog is attacking you, Joe, with a thirteen to hit you. Mage armor.
3: No. All I right. have a fifteen. <gasps> yes! Fuck I yes! Love that.
1: Great. So it uh it bites at you and oh th-
3: mm-hmm. sorry.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, go no. for it. No, it
3: is it my action though? It is. Oh, so I fucking shocking grasp that shit. If it's like trying to bite me and it's mm-hmm. within like it's in my Great. personal space, yeah. then Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do that.
1: Yeah, go for it. 17 17 hits.
2: Wow. wow. So you're saying a 17 would hit it, but not an 8? Interesting. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. And then 1d8. Six. Six damage? Six damage. Wow.
2: The dog's okay. dead. We're out here killing dogs. <laughs> when crit happens, oh. when you kill a fucking dog. <laughs> um,
3: okay. So that's all I can do. I can do that, and that's it. So
1: you're at. That spell was an action.
3: That cantrip was an action.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That cantrip was an action. And that's. Uh, I want
3: to like kind of push it as I'm doing my shocking grasp. Okay. Sure. Okay.
1: So uh, next up is Jasu.
2: Hi. I would like to try and kill a dog.
0: All right. You're going to step <laughs> ki- step towards <laughs> the, the dog. That's the sound bit. You said it. <laughs> yep.
2: Uh, I'm going to try and kill this dog.
0: Young Thomas looked at oh ah, Why do I keep <laughs> rolling
2: so poorly? Okay, but that's a uh fourteen to hit.
1: Oh, that will hit.
2: Fuck yeah! Okay, am I about to divine smite uh, on oh, a fucking dog? God. No, I'm not. Oh, uh, that's man. too much, everyone. That's too much, right? That's too much. We're gonna be nice.
1: The it's dog already- looks very injured.
2: Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'll try. Oh God! It's like kind of uh, I did max there. damage, y'all. Twelve.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, the, the dog, dead. yeah, how do you, how do you finish off the dog?
2: I think what happens is... With a tear in your eye? Yeah, yeah, I think what happens is, uh, it comes, I see Joe coming, running after me, and then the dog trying to bite, Joe turning around, shocking it, and then I sort of, like, have, like, a, almost a, a, a dis- instinctual reaction where I'm just like, get off her! And then I pow it with my, with the bottom of my staff,
1: just oh shit! It. There's somebody else. They, they got torn.
2: <laughs> no, Tor, you're a monster. <laughs> Don't give the dog a name.
1: Anything else you want to do, Jesu? Yeah,
2: I think I I try to uh, m- I move forward so that I'm kind of in front of Joe. Okay. Should Great. anyone try to attack?
0: Sounds good. Uh, Titan. Um. Do I see these two people? How many people are yeah. there? Three. Many. Three. There's three now. Great. Um. Uh, I am um, from my 12 point hi- hiding space mm. uh, <laughs> uh, Shout out at the ones closest to Joe and Jay Sue. Busted ass, yellow ass armor, looks like you done pissed yourself and it got all over your armor, disgusting. <laughs> and I will cast <laughs> Dissonant Whispers on them. Oh, okay. love, that.
2: love it for us, love it for us all.
3: I love how Titan's Dissonant Whispers is always yelling
0: mm. from far away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: always some sort of read, far off read.
0: Uh, that is an Eight. That's going to be 14 points of psychic damage. Holy shit. Yeah, okay. we love to um, see it. Just looks up at you.
1: She's got a dress on. <laughs> and just falls unconscious <laughs> to the ground. Wow. Um, and you hear one of the others go.
2: They got Phil.
1: <laughs> and anything else, Titan, or are you going to stay where you are? Um, I'm going are you up in the trees or are you
0: No, I didn't. I don't climb trees. I was going to say,
3: "Come on, Tor." <laughs> My
0: goodness. Um, no, not in this outfit. Sorry, didn't was not prepared. Okay. Didn't know we were going jungling. I was going to say spelunking, <laughs> but I know that's caves. But I guess we are yeah. spelunking. We did go into a rock. Anyway, mm-hmm. caves and water. Um, was not prepared. Um, I thought we were literally just going on a walk to another town and now we're in the forest inside of a rock. It's been two days. <laughs> uh, great. Uh no, I, I will um move further okay. away. Great. But I know I can't I can't quite hide. Yeah, they uh,
1: they generally know where you are, but there's yeah. enough trees that you have three quarter cover for sure. Grand. Um these two are Real, you go that way? I'll go I'll go this way. Alright. Alright, Gil. And uh, they spread out and start to uh, come towards you, Jasu. Uh they're coming from from either side. That makes and sense. they get there at the same time and they're gonna take swings at you.
2: They miss. So my armor <laughs> class is twenty five.
1: One got a crit and the other rolled really well. It's a 22 and a
3: crit.
2: Okay. Well, again, my armor class is 25. Uh, No, it's not. You both of those hit. My armor (laughs) class is only 18.
3: I believed you. I was like, (laughs) wow, 25.
2: I'm about to die, everyone. It was nice knowing you all. Thank you all All so much.
1: So it is 20 points of damage.
2: That is exactly all of my hit points, and I'm down. What?
1: One of them, I mean, because it's it was three d10 plus two because they only have plus one each. Um, but one of them rolled a a ten on the on the d10.
2: I am down.
1: Did it? Uh, okay. So Jasu drops, and nice shot, Gil, and uh, and they look up where they know joe is they're looking dead into your eyes as they turn their attention to you uh and it is your action joe
3: mother okay so are they i'd like to cast burning hands great to get both of them yeah. i'm thinking that they're close
1: and this is a save uh. for them right
2: You don't get Um, me in the cone of fire, correct?
1: Yeah. So you're gonna want to point that cone up, (laughs) so you get. Well, I'm
3: thinking. Yeah, I guess I was kind of thinking that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesse was down. Good Um, good shot. Yes, aimed up away from the ground, making sure not to hit Jesse's beautiful chainmail. All
1: right, so one of them is gonna get a twenty, and the other gets an eleven. Phil gets a twenty. Gil gets eleven.
2: We don't like film. Just looking
3: at what. I thought Phil oh, was sorry. the one that Fills went down. down. Yeah.
1: Real yeah. real gets a 20.
3: That. So yeah, so I step back, I'm aiming my cone up, and I'm kind of like, well, okay, I won't say I'm squinting my eyes. I'm saying as I'm casting this cone of fire, I think there's been a misunderstanding. We come in peace, but yet like <laughs> here I am, and that will be Excellent. an 11 Excellent. on who got hit.
1: Okay, so it's 11 if they if they failed. Yeah. Awesome. That means that, yeah, what does it look like when you scorch these two? Gill drops and Will is still up but gets burned heavily.
3: What does it look like? I don't really want to describe someone's face getting burned off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, their face gets burned off. That's, uh, that's, <laughs> oh, no, I guess no, that's no, what happens no, then. No,
3: no. Uh, I guess I was worth it. Well, no, because I actually didn't like that picture. I was thinking mm-hmm. that maybe like they turn their back in time sure. and are able to kind of protect their heads but like they still get it's just burnt, really hot so they
1: fall down and go to sleep yeah let's have
2: it be that <laughs> So they good. fall down and they go to sleep
0: <laughs> ah yes the sleep of death
2: <laughs> <laughs> but only one gets hit right
0: uh they both
1: get hit it's half damage oh, because... for the one that succeeded so oh, even though cool. will okay. got a 20 it still takes five
3: okay cool oh
1: wow are you gonna move
3: Joe? Um, I mean, as a sorcerer, I didn't think I got to like do a thing, like cast a spell, and then also have like a bonus action yeah, of retreating. Great, great
1: question. So you always have movement. Okay. And an action. Okay. On every round of combat. Mm-hmm. Movement is up to your speed, which I believe is 30 feet. Mm. So you can move 30 feet. Mm-hmm. And we already said that you moved a little bit to set up for this spell. So maybe you got like 20, 25 feet yeah. left. Yeah. And then you can cast your spell. If you have a bonus action, you yeah. can do a bonus action too.
3: Which is like what what are like all Like your sorcery things? points. Yeah.
1: You could convert two sorcery points into a new spell slot. You could do that as a bonus mm-hmm. action. Um, and then you could also do some free actions. And free actions are things like interacting with an object.
3: Sure. Or something so like that. So that would be things considered bonus actions too.
1: That's not a bonus action. That's, oh, a, that's free a free action. Oh, that's, that's free. That's like, you okay. just do that. Um, and then... Be, because of the way that I like to play d I also like to invite you all to talk a lot on your turns. Yes. You know, like... I think I've taken
3: advantage of... Good. Good, good, Well, good, maybe good. not, but... Um, okay, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to move. I'm going to get as far away as... Okay, cool. I can on my action, and like, kind of like go behind a tree.
1: Awesome. Jessu, it is your turn.
2: Yep, I made a wonderful death save, and I okay. rolled a nine, so a failure.
1: A failure. Is that while I lay is on the game?
2: ground, praying to my God, unconscious.
1: Have we rolled a death save yet? Did somebody else have one?
3: I don't think so. No, no. Can no, we explain I what happened? I just happens? keep getting
1: down to one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you roll... A d20. And on a 10 or higher, you get a success. And on a nine or lower, you get a failure. And three successes means that you're stable. Three failures means you're dead. Okay. This happens when you're unconscious.
3: So if you just roll one success, you're not alive.
2: Correct. You have Except to get three of them?
1: Unless it's a 20. If you roll in that 20, then you come back to consciousness with one hit point. And
2: if you okay. roll a nat one, you it counts as two failures. So on this next one, if I roll nat one, I'm dead forever. Yeah. Oh,
3: Jesus. Okay. Yeah. And
0: this has been the crunch of the dice. <laughs> crunch of the dice.
1: Crunch of the dice. Crunch, crunch,
0: crunch uh, of the dice. The crunch of the, days, the crunch of the dice. The crunch of the dice. All right. Uh, Titan. Um, Titan um, sees... The beautiful Jesu in her sparkling Beyonce armor fall to the ground, and it looks glorious. It's like she just did <laughs> like a dip, I fall. and it's a beautiful fall. It is a it is truly a beautiful inspirational fall, and so Titan just. <gasps> Oh my goodness, Queen Bee and casts healing word. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> uh, on a Sue, and runs but then runs out of the woods mm-hmm. and removes a comb from their hair and throws oh. it at Will Gil. <laughs> yeah, Will. Will, how Will, dare I can't hear Will. you. How dare you touch the queen? Throws <laughs> uh, a comb, a very sharp comb. Love that. At, mm-hmm. uh, at Will. Uh, can I get much higher? <laughs> Will a 14 hit Will? Ooh, that just hits. Oh, fantastic. Fuck yeah. That's going to be uh, a six comb damage to Will. Uh-huh. Which is exactly how <gasps> much.
3: Boom. There's bum, been bum, a bum, 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 lot of
0: precise wow. HP numbers in this campaign <laughs> wow, 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 so far. Uh, so, what does it look like when this comb? So, Titan whips this black obsidian comb from their hair. Chucks it it's like a dart across the wilderness and it lodges right in the base of Will's skull. And there's a little tassel attached to the end of it. So now it looks oh, like shit. he has a ponytail as he <laughs> plants face first into the ground. And Titan says, mm, You never looked better. <laughs> oh my God. And Savage. That Christ. is where we will leave our session.
3: Oh yes. <laughs> yes. Oh
2: fuck yeah! Wait, maybe okay, okay, a one quick maybe. thing, which is just, how much did you heal me by?
0: I I didn't really oh, yet. Question. Oh good question. I think Brilliant it's just a question. d4 plus my. Uh, yeah, it's d4 plus. As, oh, he's, max, as he's falling, max healing. Oh uh, nice. So you've got eight. Eight.
2: Wow. Nice.
0: Shit, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. 1d4 plus my spellcasting, yeah, 1d4 plus four. Oh. Okay, everybody, now let's shift gears into a segment
1: that I want to call <laughs> Dirty Crit.
3: <laughs> that, the name change from last time, right? Yeah, the uh, name did
1: change. Last, last week it was after the dice
0: have fallen. So Which is, do we like mm. better?
3: Oh, is Honestly? it a bit that you're going to change None it every no, time really. though?
0: We're gonna change it every time until it's until it's correct. And then we oh, okay. do
2: okay. What's the acronym okay. again? AD- ADR.
0: ADR. Yeah. And then we the do the insert segment name here. Yep.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. Dirty mm-hmm.
2: crit. Dirty crit. Dirty crit. Ooh, I like
1: Crack a beer and let's talk about some dirty crits. Did crit
0: happen, y'all? Did crit happen? Well, I mean, Titan out here trying to kill some people. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I've I mean, killed a dog. Yeah,
1: that's true. The, the, the first action this time was not aggressive from Titan. Your first turn was entirely spent hiding. Yeah, which surprised true. me honestly, given that you have discussed Titan's penchant for violence.
0: Yeah, I think that for, honestly, the first the first action was to hide because I didn't see the enemy yet. To be honest. Yeah. Well, and tactically, it ended up being a, a pretty brilliant move.
2: Yeah, it was smart. He's very,
0: very smart. Even even if Joe was the bait, <laughs> I know
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: unintentionally baited, baited, baited my girl. Um I, It's weird. It's because it's like uh, I probably, you know, as a player, I feel like these people are probably up to no good. Um Like you know, I start to think about you know def- these people are deforesting. They've got literally their their weapons are covered in the blood of the forest, and this that looks like it's you know related to what's happening to this town. All seems super shady, but also it's like, you know, it is a world in which like, oh, you seem kind of shady. I have the like both power and essentially authority to just kill you for. Yep, totally. <laughs> is like <laughs> kind of wild, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. It's uh
1: I was thinking about this as the combat was wrapping up. I'm like, huh, I wonder if anybody here is still alive but just like gonna be left sleeping in the in the dirt, you know. Um, and I feel like there's a world in which those three people and uh, and the dog are are not dead dead
2: mm-hmm.
1: sure, but just like out of the story, you know I mean,
2: as some of us may know. I am not big on violence, not my jam, not my thing. I'm out, Uh, peace. Literally peace. Literally peace, Uh, don't believe (laughs) in violence. the, so, it's actually sometimes I find hard for me to engage in violence, even in a dD setting, even though I know that that's why a lot of people love it is because they're like, oh, and then I get to go and I do this crazy move and I murder this person. And I'm like, cool. I'm so glad that that fucking is and out for you and I'm so glad that you love it. It's not my jam, typically. Um, and so, what I have appreciated about this is torced in your, like, willingness to be like, yeah, you can do all these crazy moves and you can do all this stuff. You can hit the dog. Um, But that doesn't necessarily mean that these people are now dead and you have murdered them and that Mm -hmm. is, like, you're somehow going to have engaged in violence that is not normative within the world, right? Like... I am not someone who's going to a a village and murdering all of the peaceful people there, right? Like, that's not really, though, we could do that. But like, that's not something that we're necessarily doing, because I don't want to. um,
1: And I, I think that we make it harder by, and I mean, a lot of this is on me, but it's on you all as well. We don't, we're never satisfied by just dehumanizing some yeah. group of people that we want to like hack through in our d d session. You know, mm. like I, mm. I think part of that trope is, oh, we just have these dehumanized goblins that we get to, you know, do imaginative violence unto with no second thoughts. And that's not really what I'm interested in. And it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like that's how any of you approach the storytelling either. So we always yeah, come up with totally. these really complex characters that were adversarial with and so it's like oh this is coming to to blows why <laughs> <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. interesting to me what as soon as it's like let's roll for initiative then how Um, it feels like the intention and maybe it isn't so I would be interested to hear what you have to say about this tour mm-hmm. like it, then it feels like the intention from those the from the other people is bad and so mm. you know like that's just how it how the game goes Mm -hmm. most of the time and so then when joe is the dog is coming my first reaction was not blast the dog yeah at first it was like try to avoid the dog from coming close to us but then it's like is that silly because we're rolling initiative so this must be bad right but i also don't want to like if there because i was interested in talking with them i'm curious if there was another scenario of all of that where we had a conversation or maybe like these players weren't or what is the role what's the word um not npcs maybe these npcs weren't interested <laughs> in talking to us but i was curious though like what are you all doing here but it just felt like in the beginning it wasn't that it wasn't going to be that kind of reaction and i don't know if that was on us or just that was how the react that was how the interaction was supposed to play out
1: yeah no and I, I mean it it from my perspective it went perfectly because no it's it's it, i mean the same things that you were saying when that encounter started are totally real when even in a DD game if you take the first swing at an animal that hasn't done anything to you it feels kind of shitty mm-hmm. even if it might be tactically <laughs> the best thing to do like you know in your heart of hearts that you just attacked a dog mm-hmm. but yeah. you like you all spent your action economy, you made the fight harder for yourselves, but th- it forced the dog to make the first move, which I, I-, I feel like that changes the, the ethical game Absolutely.
2: of it. I also, I want to recognize that uh, Kylie, you, I think partly because you're new to d d but also because you are a fabulous individual who is really good at role play. Like in the battle, you running away from the dog before attacking it. I mean, in a traditional or not traditional, but in another D and D game, perhaps, where it was all about tactics, perhaps not the best tactical move, right? Of like Sure. Yeah, right. (laughs) Uh you wouldn't want to give an opportunity attack to Mm -hmm. XYZ person. But like what I love what I really love about like, uh, our crew, but I really loved about this game in particular, and particularly you, was the fact that you were like, yeah, I freak out, and I try to run away. I'm not attacking this dog. It hasn't done anything. Oh, it attacks me? Okay, then I turn around and attack it. And you gave it the like truly the opportunity to attack you first um, in order to, mm-hmm. to have that shift in you, uh, like your character to attack.
0: Yeah, for sure.
3: Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for saying that out loud and putting that in the face.
0: Uh, any other hot takes? Uh, Jesu going, going, going down skis. Mm-hmm. So sad. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. That was traumatic. Yeah. yeah. And thank you for for contextualizing that. Uh, since this is our first death save, that yeah, if if Titan hadn't taken action economy to heal you, you could have died
2: on that yes. next essay. I think that. The like going down and the coming back up stuff happens mm-hmm. quite frequently. That, but I don't know if it's always taken as quite as seriously as it should be, at least by myself. I don't know about anyone else, but for me, I'm always like, oh, like la la la. And then one time, my character, I found out we, I wasn't aware <sighs> at the time that if it, a person attacked you while you were down, that you. I- then have two to say like auto crit yeah i think auto-
0: i was crits. there for this you were you were and yeah
2: i then found out yeah 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 this was with Balin's game yeah. for everyone shout out to Balin. uh shout out to Balin. and like the next time we all played Balin was like oh well i mean we didn't we didn't rule it at the time so like we're not going to go back but yeah you would have been dead and since that moment i've been like oh, shit, if you go mm-hmm. down, it's not just like a, oh, la, 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 I'll go be free. It's like, oh, you could actually, like, fucking die and then have to make yeah. a new fucking character, figure out how you're going to, like, get over the fact that your old character is dead. It's, like, wild.
1: Yeah, and, you know, that's a, that's another interesting thing, which I'd be curious to uh, roleplay play. In our next session, Titan, is mm. what healing is like from you, you know, because you used healing word, which is a spell that we're all super used to, but... No, nope, uh... I'm
3: not used to it. What yeah. is it? <laughs> I was actually Thank curious, you. like, how it worked, um, especially because I... Because, uh, Jesu, you can heal and also Titan can heal because I can't do anything currently to, like, help anyone's hit points. So I was just kind of curious about... Um, what kind of power we're packing as a group for when those things happen.
0: Yeah, welcome back to the Crunch of the Dice. Crunch of the Dice, the crunch, crunch of the, of the Dice. The Crunch of the Dice. Crunch <laughs> the dice. Uh, So yeah, Healy War is actually a really great spell because it's a, A, it's a bonus action. Um and Ooh, okay. Exactly, which is why I got to do that and then murder mm-hmm. that guy at the, cool. the same time. Which loved the flavor on the, was that a dart?
1: It was a comb it was comb. a comb that that but I like, feel like a dart yeah yeah it was a dart yeah that's so lovely. and i i don't know cuz this this was a thing that took a while for me to become comfortable with playing dungeons and dragons reskinning like mm-hmm. saying oh the mechanics say it's a dart great i'll make it look like a comb like that was beautiful yeah, and that's, uh truly
0: commendations yeah thanks thanks um uh so yeah healing word what's it's great because a bonus action b it you know it's uh verbal so it's like i have it has range i think it's 30 feet range mm, as opposed okay, to something touch like someone exactly so uh, mm-hmm. like uh whatever Jsu does or yeah, cure wounds you, have to be able you to gotta touch them, them. Okay. but healing word can do from distance it's actually i think a better spell than cure wounds <laughs> mm. um uh, useful yeah, it's super useful because especially for situations like this where it's like ally is down, ally needs to just not be dead. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I yeah. can still do something.
2: Yeah. Cool. Lay on yeah. hands and cure wounds can heal you more. Um, than, oh. Okay. Than the word can. I was wondering can. about that. But I mean, it's exactly what um, Joshua was saying: is you. It's can an
3: action. Healed. And you have a it's touch. an action right. and yes. it's
0: it's okay. a difference between rolling a d4 and a d6 for well cure so wounds, was a d8? D8. Was a d8. d8 yeah so like cure wounds well i'll just compare those two because yeah, they're yeah. the most similar sure. but it's like cure wounds you get a d8 per spell level essentially mm-hmm. uh and mm. plus your spellcasting modifier and healing word, you get a d4 plus your spellcasting modifier okay. so yeah, you're gonna get more healing, but like honestly, not that much more healing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's an action, and you have to be right next to them. So mm-hmm.
2: versus lay on hands, which for me is a pool. So I have ten healing points that I can give out.
3: Um, oh, at any point before any a long point. rest, yes, exactly. resets it. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Thank you for The crunch that of the dice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, and so uh, it'll be it'll be fun to to explore how how that healing magic, um, you know, fits fits in because we we've talked about it a little bit off mic like what the the kind of uh, backstory world building of mm-hmm. your
0: healing is, but it'll be fun to explore that in mm-hmm, game mm-hmm. hype, just hyping people like, up, just, yeah, get, get <laughs> ready getting, for it. just getting people psyched. Really you can't love even that. wait.
2: That about your character, the fact that it's just, it's all through words so far mm. is the attacking mm-hmm. and the healing. I really love it because you are so quick with the one liners and like, it's <laughs> truly yeah. like yeah. a perfect character build that you have done for yourself.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Thank
0: you. <laughs> it's, it, the pressure of needing to come up with li- one liners helps one come up with one liners. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: all right. Uh, anything else? Anyone wants to unpack?
3: I mean, I'm curious to learn about Yama and why Mm -hmm. they just dipped. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not necessarily wanting to put that action in the douchebag jar. I know I'm not wanting to do that, but Mm -hmm. I'm kind of curious just about um, their not intention. That's not the right word, but just like the reason for dipping in my head. It might be like, oh, like this isn't my fight. I live in Terra. This is like not even the world that I really exist in. Mm. So like getting out of it. But if we see Yama again, I'm I think that could be an inter- interesting interaction.
2: Yeah, I w- yeah. D- definitely want to know more about Yama. Like I I want to know why he's living by himself now. Like mm. all of those things feels like he's kind of a, a almost a tragic character in some ways. Even though he's fun. Yeah, and I would like to know. Everything that I possibly can about that guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. Uh, as I was making notes, I you know I made a stat block for Yama, and then I was thinking to myself about various possible scenarios, and was like, oh, if battle, if some kind of fighting breaks out, I think he'll I think he'll leave. And then it occurred to me, you know, I think he might just tell everybody that. I think he's the kind of guy who's just gonna announce that he is not here for a fight.
2: That's why he's not in the douchebag jar, though, It's because like he was upfront and honest. He was like, "Look, these are my boundaries, and that's what I'm doing." And I was like, Mm -hmm. "Respect."
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anything else? Anything else crazy? Any? Any? Did any other crit happen? Yeah, I guess we started
1: with Yama. And then it was a yama day until we got up into the valley and then ran into those the 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 soldiers so yeah I guess, yeah. I guess that kind of so, that's kind of, of it day. and it's yeah mm-hmm. it's
0: just it is interesting it's because it's like you know we came up here on a on a investigative mission and yep. very much have blood on our hands yeah yeah it's you know yeah. learning and it's like learning about i don't know ourselves and what the world is because it's like i don't know is it crazy that we're out here Merkin mur- folks or or you know getting into a lot of fights with people um yeah. uh, is that okay or we would be mm. be considered mm-hmm. ruffians are we you know
2: yeah how is titan doing having slept on the floor of a cave
0: i didn't i slept in the <laughs> hammock.
2: hammock okay
0: well,
2: <laughs> yeah i think that it will be i'm excited to to role play with all of us a little bit more of like our our characters interacting and all of that stuff mm-hmm. i think that especially going on an adventure together especially now I had healed. Jesu had healed Titan. now Titan had saved Jesu. I think that is a lovely little back and forth mm. that's going on. Yeah. yeah. yeah, I'm just excited for all of this.
1: Yeah. All right. Predictions for next session. Hopes,
0: fears, hopes and fears.
3: I have a hard time with the prediction one. it's like, oh, I don't I don't want to predict. I just want it to be a surprise. Sure. But sure. hope, I mean, I'm interested uh, I, I hope we learn more about these people in yellow. Yeah. What is their intention? Mm-hmm. What's going on just to help us continue trying to solve the mystery mm-hmm. of this black water and goo that we're finding? I mm-hmm. want
2: the dragon legend, which is probably tied in. I want all of that. But I think mm-hmm. that that is, that's probably my prediction. My prediction mm-hmm. is that uh, all of this happened because the dragon went away, obviously. And, and uh, that the. Uh, what is it, the car, Carols? No, um, what was it?
0: Coros. Uh, Carol? Cor- Coro? Coro's family, Coro, Coro,
2: Coro, Coro. Mm-hmm. okay, thank you much. Um, the Coros are uh, sellouts, they're little pieces of shit Hmm. And and uh, yeah, we're gonna have to kill everyone, and that's how we're gonna save the world. Tor,
3: are we doing like a Dune Harken family parallel to this Coro family? Oh, wow. Is that what was happening? Uh, just to we'll nerd <laughs> out in a different direction.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I just that. was getting vibes. Love that. Maybe Interesting. not. Interesting. But no, Deanna doesn't that's... know that Deanna doesn't okay. know Dune.
2: I I have oh. the book. I'm going to read it. So everyone, comes oh, out. It I'll send well it. you all it's
0: six. It's well worth it. Uh, I have Kylie. all six
3: okay it might be fine i didn't i said that confidently but i was like ooh, the oh <laughs> i have six? no I don't, many,
2: I don't know how many there are either i just have the big volume of all of them oh wow okay cool. are you sure sh- is, is, is that the first it's book not is not all of them the first <laughs> I mean, book is big it's this thick
3: i don't know if that's that, all
0: it that could be them. the that's, first that's book. just the first book my love i think is all it? of them yeah.
3: are like are like this yes. big <laughs> really yeah
0: could you, could oh, you give us a description a of what combined... you're doing with your hands, please? I thought it was going to be combined. If, if it's it... combined, it might be three. It might be Dune, like Lord I've... Emperor, Dune.
2: I'm pretty sure no, it's multiple. It's the one. you think it probably one. The book
3: is split up in either two or three sections. Like okay. there's a clear like blank page with. Some type of like title on it, even though it's all one book. I'm so maybe if you're flipping through it yeah, it, yeah, I'm curious. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. I want to know. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
3: But just like the stigma of this evil family, that I
1: was trying not to make say that word. Like I, I, uh, I tried really hard. Well, you hard had said not that. To do said
3: that I wrote it down. People wait.
0: Dune. People Dune don't like Messiah, going to the castle
2: yeah different books oh you're right sure. oh my god it's just the it's first, just the first book. oh my god it's just super long oh my god i'm so excited i'm it's of great, this is it's why crazy. i haven't started it yet though because like i get sucked into books in a way that's unhealthy and unhelpful where i will not stop stop reading it until i have finished it and you know, this book is too it, these books are too long but it's
1: surprisingly quick like it's no, I mean I could you're probably get through me. the
2: first one or I could for sure get through the first <laughs> one in a weekend, but like give me a weekend where I, I mm. really can do nothing but read. Uh Without
3: isn't well I, is well, I maybe well, okay. We've had different experiences. My experience with Dune, and I love all of the books, is that the first one is the most difficult because mm. there's so mm. much that so you're much learning world, building. A lot yes. of world building. And like yeah. and some of it feels very out of context which then it comes into focus, but like at first they just throw it at you. Like you just get plopped in the middle. No, is it exposition? It's just like, Mm -hmm. yep, you're here. So I kept rereading things when I read the first one just Mm. to like, which is one of the things
0: things I think the movie does really well is because it's because it's like, all of that it, it is a lot of world bu- building but mm-hmm. like movies can do that re- uh, m- way more efficiently than books can totally world thing, yeah. building and i think it definitely does pop you in. it's like yep you're gonna get a bunch of names you're gonna get a bunch of things but you're gonna see how people interact with other people and you're gonna understand what's happening
3: mm-hmm. uh, yeah sure yeah so this is actually a dune podcast so yeah folks <laughs> watch the movie <laughs> yep okay all um, right uh, i'm
0: excited yeah. to to clown some more yellow outfitted jabronis next
2: week <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm, t- I'm excited to kill more dogs
0: <laughs> what
2: what
3: sound what? bit you said it
0: <laughs> what's a jabroni oh man we gotta take you back to wwe the rock oh yeah that's cool. where that rock. comes from that is that is popular uh, oh, term popularized by dwayne the rock johnson Wow. talking about Ohio just you know no clowns, clowns. The man in the world. Look at all these jabronis <laughs> clowns fools whatever yeah yes love it yes uh do you smell what the rock is cooking <laughs> Duane, if you're out there please like and subscribe I know I was yes. about to say <laughs> <laughs> he's far too busy he's like I definitely haven't heard this and I don't
2: know why I'm getting this
1: on <laughs> Well, that just about wraps it up for this episode. Let's do some shout outs slash plugs. Deanna, anything you want to plug?
2: I want to plug murdering dogs. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I, this is the first time out. I blew out my audio on the entire app. You're going to have to cut that. I my game turned that. out so much. Wow. All right. <laughs> okay, so Deanna, actually... anything you want to plug? <laughs> <laughs> Giving wow. you a second opportunity I here. I
2: know, I know. I actually would like to plug. I actually would like to plug all dogs in the world. Please go love your dogs because I actually really <laughs> love dogs. There's a it's bunch of beagles. So there's
0: a bunch of beagles that need to be adopted. Oh man. Yeah, yeah there's actually.
2: I, okay, wait, no, but for oh, real, for really? real, I'll plug the the Humane Society. They have a, a right now. I mean, this is, won't be true by the time this is released. But right now in D.C., mm. there are a whole bunch of beagles that have been rescued mm. that need adoptive homes and i want to adopt one so you should. badly you should so badly but my my, my apartment doesn't allow pets you know what fuck them mm. murder your landlords get a dog oh
1: go. my god great there you go changing up who we're really slung in the opposite yeah. direction there <laughs> yeah just in case anybody's wondering we are stocking up the apps, and then once once this one's out all of them are going to be out it's going to be like a, a Netflix
0: series—they're just all going to come out at the same time. Mm. It's going to be amazing, wow. or some Josh. other kind of way. Who knows? Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm going to plug. Um, I'm going to plug my band. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
2: Joshua's in a band now. <laughs>
0: Wait, uh, that, so that, wasn't means, just so, that a... so that so that we'll actually have to finish writing and yes. releasing our songs yeah uh, check out the love light collision um my uh like the band yes. that started on juneteenth because my friends and i were like yes. yeah we're gonna do this concert on juneteenth had no idea that it was a huge deal and we said i guess a we're a band deal. now and now oh we're a my band god so, and they were great would, so uh check us out
3: do you sing and play an instrument
0: no, no, no. We we write songs, rap, and sing, and have other no. people Joshua write does. the actual cool. Joshua music. <laughs> cool. this, is, uh, this
1: is great. I can't believe this is the first time I'm hearing this. This is great.
3: An actual plug. Actual I plug. I don't have an actual plug. I'm going to plug Spotted Cow, the beer of Crit Happens. Hopefully, they'll hear our podcast and sponsor us. Spotted Cow. <laughs> awesome. Clarence, the Love beer it. of this podcast.
1: Love it. We're going to be sponsored and have bands coming out and also loving the Humane Society. And I want to let you know that there is more discussion where this leaves off. And if you want to hear it, you have to come over to the Patreon. We just uh, we, we mentioned at the beginning of the ep some of the things that we recorded recently
0: that are only going to be on
1: the Patreon and pretty excited about them. Um, yep, yep. High level shit you know
0: yeah <laughs> like oh, l- yeah yeah like CR 30s over there yeah wow. yeah CR 30 content
1: <laughs> awesome alright everybody and while you're at it please subscribe rate and review and we did promise that if you leave five star reviews we will read them on the podcast woohoo so uh, you can follow us on all the socials at when crit happens crit on them, everybody crit on crit on Hope you enjoyed the show, everyone. Full episodes will come out every other Wednesday. On the off weeks, exclusive content will be released for our members. Head over to patreon.com slash whencrithappens to join the community. Thanks for listening.
2: Hello, and welcome to 2022. Me promised that I would read every single one of the five-star reviews, and you motherfuckers came in, and you did a lot of them. Thank you so much, but also, my job is now difficult. Here we go. Apologies in advance for everyone's name, who I get wrong. Brian J.O.S., bearer of ceremonial title, CritKoz. Hey, CritKoz, says, wonderful. Loving this d d experience. Excited to continue along this exploration and the journey for the characters and my own concepts of role-playing. Exclamation point. Thank you, Brian J.O.S., the first person to rate and review our podcast. Well, to review our podcast. I don't know if you're the first person to rate it. Moving on. Atrath. Hey, Atrath. How's it going? Hope you're doing well. Atrath says, in quotes, not another D&D podcast, dot, 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 T-H-A, dot, dot, dot. I don't know what that means. Highly entertaining. Thank you, Atrath. The Kansas Review Board, incredible, incredible, Kansas spelled with a C, says, deep lore. Good chats. Excellent. Ellipses. This podcast does what D&D does best makes a gloriously twisty narrative and then lets a group of delightful nerds, (laughs) I am a nerd, it's true, unwind it. You couldn't see it, but I was doing a little unwind dance when I said that. Moving on. Thomas Taylor. Hey, Thomas Taylor. How's it going? Thomas Taylor says, raw, wry, and ruthless. These four bring humor and scathing insight to the human experience through the often strange context of Dungeons and Dragons. I do enjoy it. Smacking tires. Oh, that's actually a very clever name. Smacking tires says best D and pod out there. Love this show. Thank you. It definitely is. Thank you so much. Person who I don't know how to say your name. Audrey Dre. Audrey Dre. Audrey Dre. Audrey Dre. Audre Dre. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. The importance of intersection in D and D. As someone who is not familiar with D well welcome i find this podcast really accessible and relatable the host create a space where one can experience and reflect on how each character has a real world human being behind them that is impacted by the challenges and injustices that are experienced in the game while giving space to debrief and name them as they go definitely has got me curious about the world as a queer asian woman hey oh and worth the listen thank you very much for your book review i really appreciated it it was incredible Ghostefan Lohan. Unique exclamation point. The their discussions have depth and keep you coming back for more. 5 stars. Thank you so much Ghostefan Lohan. Yoloto. First of all, these screen names, man. Yoloto. D&D at its best and they even used an apostrophe. Yoloto, good job for using proper ga- grammar. Great podcast. Username Marie. Fun show. A great combination of d actual play with an interesting discussion at the end. No explanation points except for in the overview, but I accept this review. This is a very good review. Thank you so much. Azelinski, 22 Dynamic. What a delightful bunch of weirdos. I am a weirdo. Thank you so much for noticing. Some people don't, and it's really weird. These characters are a hoot to listen to, and our beloved Dungeon Master does a wonderful job providing space to bring their stories to life. DM Long 16, engaging for someone new to D&D. Welcome. I've never played the game, but these four make the story and discussion so interesting. Loving it. Kirsten 24242424. Very interesting. Love the idea. She doesn't say and the execution, but she means it. Five stars. Jerry Pavlik. Super thumbs all the way up. That was me popping my thumbs all the way up. John Croft, Worst But First. Our uh, John is our first uh, Patreon member. Thank you so much, John. And because of that, he gets a beautiful title, Worst But First, which is honestly excellent. 10 out of 10. And you know what his review is? 10 out of 10 would recommend. Love this approach to D&D. Only two episodes in and already obsessed. You guys absolutely nail that balance that I look for in all my D&D between irreverent, silly banter and genuinely thought-provoking storytelling. Love the PCs, love the post-game reflection, love the moral ambiguity in worlds. The cherry on top will be real emotional payoffs in the character arcs, which I have a good feeling is what's in store. But wouldn't you know it, that is exactly true. Thank you very much, John. Allie Buck. Allie Buck. Hi, Allie Buck. New to D&D and love. It's my first time listening to a D&D podcast, and I'm into it. J-Bible Reader. Hello, Jay bible Reader. Really loving the character voices. I love the story and the idea, but my favorite thing so far is the character voices. Five stars for sure. H-A-B-Oma. Cool beans, smiley face. Love hearing the perspectives in the second half of the show. Randy Lynn Chandler. I want in. Wish I could be friends with these people. Great voices, great rapport. You are friends with us. I'm your friend. Hello. Let's be friends. We can hang out on Tuesday. I'm free. Ag doc. Ag doc. Like an NPR shirt, it, like an NPR show, but about D and D. This brings—that's the best compliment you could have ever given us. I love, love, love NPR. This show brings the kind of critical thinking I like to stories in a fantasy world. I have to admit, I wasn't sure what to expect from a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. I'm pleased by what I'm finding. The story is so captivating, and the perspectives of the hosts is enlightening. Enlightening, as in light, as in Suleon, as in you're a believer. I'm a fan now. Exclamation point. There was a good comma in there. Love that. We love to see good grammar. STB1991. Super. New to D&D. Fun conversation and added bonus to the game with social relevance. Major Grams. First time to d and I heard about this podcast from a friend. Oh, fun. I don't know much about Dungeons and Dragons, but now I'm intrigued. Excited to hear more. Jillian L26, the podcast for everyone. D&D... So sorry, Jillian. I love you. Please forgive me. Whether you are D&D curious, an experienced player, or something in between, this is the podcast for you. It's funny and engaging with an interesting world and creative characters. I think the check-ins between the hosts make this one more unique than other podcasts I've listened to, and I'm excited to see where they take this. Thanks, Jillian. When crit happens, what we've needed, but... Brain Kurtz has used WCH. Ooh, a little acronym for you. WCH is more or less my introduction to D&D, and it does not disappoint. The combination of sensational wit, hilarious sass, and striking vulnerability gives this podcast an authenticity that feels like unearthing buried treasure. The world the DM has created is researched, meticulously constructed and expansive primed for the exploration into moral ambiguity and topical issues that feel relevant and accessible to anybody regardless of race religion gender sexual orientation or experience level keep it coming wch thank you brain curves. okay i'm stopping this thank you all for rating and reviewing i appreciate you and i love you